Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Curious Neuron Podcast. My name is Cindy Huffington, and I'm your host. And today is a solo episode. I'd like to discuss um, a post from Instagram that became very popular, and it was, cu- it was called Because. Um, I'll get into it in a few seconds. First, I would like to thank the Tannenbaum Open Science Institute for supporting the Curious Neuron Podcast. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please take a moment to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Take a screenshot, send it to me by email at info at curiousneuron.com or on Instagram. Uh, you can follow us at curious underscore neuron. Send me a DM and I will send you a free tantrum PDF that I have as a thank you for leaving a rating and a review. If you would like to learn more about the science behind parenting, you could visit our website at curiousneuron.com and you can also join research studies that we have on our website. You have to click on free resources. I also have courses uh, at the Academy, the Curious Neuron Academy, and you can find all of that on the website. So now let's get into today's topic. I wanted to discuss a post that really resonated with a lot of parents and I even gave them a challenge. And I don't know if some of you took this challenge. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, also, by the way, did you know that on our website, you could, uh, when you click on podcast, you can leave a, I believe, 60 or 90 second audio and you can leave a question or you know, you can say, hi, let me know where you're from. I'll take that audio and I'll post it here on the podcast and and play it so that we could um, hear your question. So just wanted to let you know that part. So back to today's topic. Before I forget, we will discuss, uh, or we are discussing the word because. Here's what I'd like you to do. This is your challenge of the week. I want you to start adding the word because at the end of your sentence when you are describing your child's behavior, either to yourself in your mind or when you're describing it to someone else. The reason why I want you to do this is because is because <laughs> I want you to um, get comfortable and, or, or become more mindful of the fact that behaviors are happening because our child is trying to um, communicate something. And, and, Every child is different. So what happens is instead of seeing a behavior like hitting and applying advice like, well, when a child hits you, you know, you gently say no, put their hand down or whatever parenting advice is out there. When we start using the word because it becomes specific to our child. So whether you have a neurodivergent child, um, which by the way, we have an episode coming up with Megan in a few weeks, stay tuned. Um, but if, whether, whether or not your child is neurotypical, neurodivergent, it doesn't matter. Start trying to understand them specifically. And by adding the word because at the end of the sentence, you will begin to paint a picture of what the behavior is trying to tell you. Um, and and there's an episode a few, um, I don't know if it was a few weeks back now, where I talk about tantrums and behavior where you have to zoom out, right? So just as a, a summary of that particular episode, I spoke about um, zooming out of the behavior. So if your child is hitting It might just look like hitting and that you have to stop them from hitting. But if you zoom out, then you'll see perhaps your child with their sibling. And maybe there's some social aspect that you need to teach them or, you know, like sharing or saying no or boundaries, whatever it is, bubble your space. Um, And then when you zoom out again, then perhaps that behavior um, is being influenced by uh, the way that you're responding to it. Then when you zoom out again, 
perhaps the relationship in the home has been struggling and the emotions have been off and now your child's emotions are off. And if you zoom out again, then you're bringing in your in-laws, your parents. You zoom out again, there's the school, the daycare. So I had spoken about that in a previous episode. I will post the link to that episode in the show notes because I don't remember (laughs) which episode that was. Um, So just scroll to the uh, show notes and you'll see the link to that episode. Now, besides zooming out, the word because also helps us be a little bit more compassionate sometimes. You know, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I'm really um, strong on the fact that we should lead with curiosity first and compassion or compassion first. (laughs) Both of them have to be really important in our lives as humans, as adults, as parents, as partners, as friends, whatever it is, curiosity and compassion, in in my opinion, are two things that we should be using a lot more of. Um, When we are curious about our child's behavior, then we start to understand it rather than just applying a band-aid or trying to apply any advice that we read, parenting advice, including the the advice that I give you guys. Um, It cannot and will not apply to every single child, and we have to be aware of that. Sometimes we think that we're doing something wrong as a parent, but um, when we tap into our intuition and and realize like, okay, I feel like something's off with my child. I'm applying this and it's not really working. Um, then we start to focus in on our child and we start understanding who they are and we become more um, attuned to our child. So it really is important that we do that as parents. And then in the end, you know, you can read all the parenting advice and all the books. And I'm, I'm aware that I'm saying this as a parenting resource. <laughs> I'm not trying to get parents to not follow um, any advice or to um, think that any book or or resource or podcast or Instagram account that focuses on parenting, that it isn't relevant. That's not the point. The point is that I want you to take all this advice or take parts of it and apply it to your child and, and see what works and what doesn't work. And when we start to use the word because, then that's where we focus in on who our child is, what their needs are, and we become more compassionate. Because we might be, um, let's go back to the example of our child hitting. Our child might be hitting and it's getting us, it's driving us nuts because they're hitting a baby and it's our toddler hitting the baby and we don't want our toddler to hit, to hurt our baby. We don't want this newborn, um, you know, to, to get hurt. And so we become angry for good reasons. We're, we're, we don't want this to happen. If we start saying my son or daughter is hitting the baby because I've been spending a lot more time with this newborn in the home. And you know what? It's true. I haven't actually spent a lot of time or or alone time with my toddler. It makes sense that they are feeling a certain way. Then all of a sudden, we're painting a really nice picture of why they're hitting. And then the next time they hit, you know, of course, we're not going to let them hit. But we might start creating a strategy around this um, and, and saying, you know what, um, you address the hitting, obviously, in whichever way is, works best for you and your family, um, you know, respect, you know, being respectful towards the child, but showing them there's a boundary and we don't hit inside this home. Um, but then in between feedings of your of your newborn baby, you might say, hey, um, Jake or whoever, um, you know, I, I really miss you and and mommy or daddy has been spending a lot of time with this newborn. Do you want to come play ball with me a little bit or do you want to come make a puzzle with me on the floor? The baby's sleeping now and I want to make sure that I spend some time with you. I miss you. That's how 
you slow you slowly start seeing a difference in how you're approaching certain things your toddler might you know throw a tantrum um a temper tantrum after they come back from daycare and that might be triggering triggering to you because hey you know it's it's the end of the day you've been working all day you're tired you need to make dinner now Odds are one of your children might not like what you're making. It's just a lot of stress at the end of the day. That's the, the point of the, the part of the day that I personally struggle with. Um, but now your toddler, you know, might be screaming and crying and they don't want to eat and you're screaming and you want to cry and it becomes a whole mess. But let's just step back and you might say, my toddler has more temper tantrums right now after daycare while I'm preparing dinner because and you know, your because will be different than somebody else's because your child might have sensory sensitivities and coming back from daycare is really difficult. There's been a lot of noise all day, a lot of sound and babies screaming and kids crying and 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 maybe they're overstimulated and perhaps you need to turn the TV off a little bit when they come home and have some quiet time. Perhaps the because is they want to connect with you. They haven't seen you all day and you know, is beneficial for you to take five to 10 minutes after you come back from work to sit down with your child, maybe read a book, maybe color a little bit, and then get to dinner. And all of a sudden dinner is a little bit easier, but we need to get focused in on our child and start to understand them. Um, The more that we do this again, it really makes a difference in the way that we approach it. We don't really see their behavior anymore as them trying to get to us. It becomes them trying to tell us something because they're young. Um, you know, and that's another because <laughs> they're young and their brain doesn't function the same way as ours in the sense that when they're having these big emotions, the amygdala, which we've spoken about before, the emotions part of the brain, there's a lot going on and it's going to communicate with various parts of the brain, including the frontal lobe, which is right right behind your forehead. Now, in a young child, that part of the brain is not very well developed. It's developing and will continue to develop until their mid-20s. So when it comes to rational thinking and processing through emotions, that emotion regulation that we've spoken about, um, is not developed. They need us. So that because might just be, you know what, my kid's 18 months old and I tried to put them in the high chair and they keep having these huge tantrums. They they don't want to go into their high chair because they're 18 years old, uh, not 18 years old, they're 18 months old and they don't want to sit in their high chair. They were playing. They were having fun playing and I pulled them off the floor. So that's a valid reason to start screaming. Maybe we need to start talking to her child and let them know, hey, I'm going to pick you up now and I'm going to put you in your high chair. So maybe they're having these big emotions around dinner time because we didn't consider their needs. We didn't consider the fact that they were playing and we out of nowhere picked them up from the floor and placed them in their high chair. I mean, if I was having a coffee with someone <laughs> and chatting and some person just like randomly picked me up by putting their hands in my armpits and lifting me off <laughs> from my chair, I would lose my mind. <laughs> so if we put ourselves in our children's shoes, we start to understand a little bit about what they're going through. So that word, because, if you are complaining in your head because you've had a hard day, a hard morning with your child, say it, but at the word, at the end of it, use the word because. And it might be that your child had a rough morning because you were tired and your patience was different that morning. Um, 
It just applies to everything. And I want you to also say it when you're talking to people out loud to get into the habit of using because. I gave this challenge a couple weeks ago on Instagram. Uh, if you're not following following us on, on Instagram, you could follow us at Curious underscore Neuron. And you can also follow the podcast specifically at Curious Neuron Podcast. Um, but I gave this challenge a couple of weeks ago and a few parents reached out to me and said within one day, of just saying the word because at the end of their, you know, sentence in their mind of describing their their child's emotions or behavior, they had already switched how they were responding to their child um, from from anger and and just feeling that their child's out to get them to compassion. It it worked. Um, so it is important that we do this. Now, here's one last thing before I let you go. It's a short episode, <laughs> um, but you can also do this with your partner. You can also do this with yourself. That word because is a very powerful one when it comes to that compassion piece. So if your partner has been, um, I don't know, ignoring you or rude or um, whatever it is, you can say my partner is doing that because... And you might not have an answer right away. And it might lead to a discussion, hopefully. And it's the same thing with you. So one parent who tried the because um, had emailed me, uh, sent me a DM two days later and said she had a newborn, a toddler, and she was struggling with her relationship, which is very normal, by the way. If you just had a child and you're listening to this and you're struggling right now with your relationship with a newborn, it is very normal. Um, but the communication part, my husband and I have learned, um, is is extremely important. And communication, by the way, is a lot of listening. <laughs> it's not a lot of talking at somebody and telling them who they are, defining them, telling them, you know, what they've done wrong. I've learned that it's um, sitting back and listening and validating the other person's needs. Um, so using that word because brings in the compassion part or peace. And this particular mom said that um, she had gone in a fight with her partner because because um, he had gone out to get something, at, I don't know, he, on his way to the grocery, had picked up some sort of meal, burger, taco, I don't know what it was, a food item. And she found out when he got home that he had picked it up. And it led to um, an argument that he hadn't picked one up for her. And in that moment, she was mad. But then after she saw the post of, you know, using the word because, and she replayed that situation and said, because her, beca her answer to that question was, he didn't bring one home for her because she had said a couple times before, um, you know, in the past few months that she didn't like it, that she hated it. But now as a new mom, she was sitting there and saying like, I would have liked to have had one, but she hadn't realized that she had told him multiple times that she hated that particular food item. So he didn't think about bringing one home for, to her. Obviously there could have been, you know, he could have brought something else home. But in that moment she realized, oh, wait a second. I should have just, you know, told him, I get why he didn't bring that one home. But if I would have just, you know, openly said, can you go get me something else? Or can, you know, can if you're going there, can you pick up a different food item? Whatever it is. If she would have opened up that communication piece, then he would have um, known what she needed. Uh, in a couple of weeks, I will be sharing 
um, some of the posts that I had on Instagram where I surveyed parents and there was this collaboration that I did with Datitude, um, which is an app for fathers where you can have a community. There is a community, not that you could have it, but it's there. Um, and there's there are these like... Um, not a support group, but a father can post a question and get some answers from other dads. And one father asked the question, what is one thing that you wish your wife um, would tell you more? And the most common uh, response to that was, I wish my wife would tell me what she needs more often. And that really marked me because I think that as partners, we need to be opened about that. And sometimes we're quick to complain in our head that the laundry wasn't washed or that a particular item was left in the staircase <laughs> uh, and that, you know, they, the husband uh, or, or, or wife or somebody didn't pick it up on their way up. And we complain about it often and we start building that resentment in our head and then you see that item or you see that pile of clothes on the floor and you're like why didn't they just pick it up or like you know <laughs> why didn't they just why didn't they just run that load of laundry um but if we were just to say like hey would you mind running that load of laundry you know and then all of a sudden everything changes and there's that heaviness that we have inside of ourselves is gone if we would just do that it would change a lot within our home so I digress, but that word because can make a really big difference in compassion towards your child towards somebody in your life and towards yourself. And when you start describing yourself as well, using that word because I yelled at my child because I am tired. I yelled at my child because I had an argument with my partner earlier today and I do not feel seen. I do not feel heard. Then you can start addressing those needs. Speak to your partner um, or, or take time to carve out personal time for yourself and I as a mom of three I know that it that can be very difficult but carving out some time for yourself um, which by the way I started doing three days ago <laughs> literally three days ago um, it took me six years to realize the importance of um, moving and I my health has been you know um, affected by that in the sense that I'm just not you know walking for half an hour um was a struggle for me. And that's when I realized, wow, this this has to stop. I'm just busy all day, you know, taking care of everybody else's needs and then working at night. Um, I really need to move and remember that my health matters. I matter. And I've said this to you guys. I've said this on Instagram, but I have not been doing this for myself because things have just been difficult. Um, but you matter and I matter. <laughs> and you really need to um, consider that when your behavior is off and when you're feeling a certain way. So when our behavior is off, there's an underlying need. And when our, our children's behaviors are off, there is an underlying need as well. I think I spoke too much today. <laughs> I think I went a little bit everywhere, but I hope you understand the need and the um, power of using the word because. I hope you all have a really beautiful and lovely week. I will see you next Monday. Um, next episode is with Dr. Aaron Dunn from Harvard University. You do not want to miss that episode. Make sure that you subscribe to the Curious Neuron podcast, wherever that button is, just, <laughs> just tap it and get the notification when the new episode comes out next Monday morning because we are talking about childhood stress, mental health, and teeth.
what in the world do teeth have to do with mental health? You will find out next week. Thank you all for joining me and see you soon. Bye.